You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome back to Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind. Another shout out today to J Hill Marketing and Creative Services for funding our very existence. As we've mentioned many times in the past, they are the reason that we are still on the air. Let's get a woohoo going, guys. Woohoo! Day Hill Marketing just launched their editing house division bookmark, which enables authors to retain their copyrights without sacrificing professional execution of their work. And you can get it all done at a fraction of the cost. And I want to thank you so much for being there for us in our special community. Oh man, you guys, my guest today is the Otter. This has been a long time coming and we've been on the air since November 2017. My husband has never been on my podcast before or any podcast before. If you follow me on my personal page, you know who he is, what he's about. If you're my Facebook friend, especially, you know that he is incredibly creative. He's freaking hysterical. Well, he has to be. He is a person who is a natural writer. He'll argue about that with you, but he is a natural writer. He's a a ton of my inspiration comes from him. So we have a joke between us that I have to pay him a percentage of anything. (laughs) Um, He'll totally argue with you about that. And that's totally awesome. He can make up any song uh, in seconds, and it's amazing. He also works at one of the largest national cemeteries, helping to lay our vets to rest every single day. My favorite thing that he does is be my husband. And we have him on the show today because we are talking about the type of support that you need in your relationship in terms of both your partnership and your business. He has been an absolute unbelievable backbone for me. And we've done a lot of growing together, a lot of transformation together. I'm very excited to have him on the show today. So without further ado, please welcome the one and only Mr. Deacon Jastrom. And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me on this morning. We're gonna have we're sharing this microphone, so we're like super close right now, you guys, and it's totally <laughs> awesome. So, wow, there's so much to talk about. And in preparing this show, we hit a couple of hiccups this morning, didn't we? What were you intent on doing? Something other than this. <laughs> <laughs> but you, there was a particular accent that you were going to. I use. was going to do the entire thing in a Finnish. Finnish accent. So can you just explain to us what that would be like? No, but we can touch on that whole uh, percentage thing if you'd like to. (laughs) So I feel like this is a, um, I don't know, culmination of something after everything that we've been through on this journey together. And I think it's pretty cool that you're sitting right here, literally inches (laughs) away from me (laughs) because we have to share this microphone and and, I, you know, I'm going to say I've always been reluctant to do this because I'm definitely a more of the behind the scenes guy. This is not my uh, thing to be in the spotlight. So um, it may seem painful to people listening, but uh, I am very excited to be here. Yay! You guys, we got the excitement out of him. That's amazing. So 
we're going to talk about a number of things today. And I think a lot of people are searching for just even the guidelines of what needs to be present in their relationships in terms of support for their business and support in their relationship. So are you down with that? Yes. That was easy. (laughs) (laughs) So we, (laughs) we brought some props here today. So if I say something that he doesn't agree with, then we'll move in this direction. (laughs) These are both toys that he brought home for me because he's a silly guy. So let's just talk about how we used to do things versus how we do things now. No. Okay. So like we talked about, (laughs) there's a wrong and a right way to express emotion, right? No. Um, (laughs) I think what I would like to talk about (laughs) is, is, uh, even before all this, before the business, before the disease, before all this, it was, we already had a relationship, but it was still in the making. So I came from, yeah, let's go back in time, shall we? Oh, wait, I don't have any go back in time music. That's fine. This is fine. Um, (laughs) you know, I was a bachelor, um, I was in a heavy metal band. I was a motorcycle guy. And at the ripe young age of 38, I decided, you know what? I'm going to join the army because I wanted to go to Iraq. Um, took all my stuff, put it in storage, said goodbye to everybody, and left for three years. Um, so that was, you know, I've, I've dated a couple people in the past that had kids before, but it was nothing serious. So my experience with kids... Um, Stuff like that. It just it was never there. So when I connected with you, um, a mother of three, I went from all those things that I said to a now a father of three um, back from Iraq and uh, a completely different person than I was before. So that's what a hot piece of ass will do then. Is that what you're telling us? <sighs> So, so, um, there was, there was, I think there was a lot of growing before, uh, you know, uh, the re- before the marriage, before the illness, we were, you know, I was, I had just come back from war. I was dealing with that. I've never had instantly th- three kids before. Um, are you sure you just can't remember it? No. Oh, okay. um, I went right into to school when I got back from the army. So there was a lot of changes. So I think it, maybe it's a blessing and a curse that we had all of these changes. So when the disease came in, we were still learning from each other. We were still kind of um, evolving. Yeah, I agree. I think um, I think it set the stage for being able to adapt. And that's probably the strongest, I don't know if I want to call it a quality, but but the ability to adapt has absolutely saved us sometimes. And we'll just be really open about that. You know, you, you have to communicate with each other. 
you have to tell each other like, hey, be really helpful if uh, you could get that thing for me, but only when it's convenient for you, not when you just sat down. (laughs) You have to be able to communicate those things like, it's not that fun taking care of you sometimes, you know, or like, I just need to sit down. Can you give me a minute and not take it, internalize it personally? I think for us, just prioritizing the relationship and having it be the number, it's not like you or me, it's like the relationship first and everything after that. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I was going to say, excuse me. Uh, (laughs) No, no, you're right. And that was... uh, I'm sorry, you said I was what? (laughs) (laughs) Um recorded in perpetuity now. I know. Damn it. Um, yeah, you know, it, it, it. like you're saying, it, we have to continually change. And so that's fine. So come back from the Army. Um, we finally, you know, start to come together. We're doing our thing, um, going to school, new jobs. But that's that's not where it ends. You know, then you got sick. Then you started another, you know, started your nonprofit, started the J Hill. Just it, it, we always will continue to evolve. I was a firefighter for five years. Okay. That's ran its course. Um, I stopped doing that so I could be home a little bit more. And, um, you know, things, things will always change. Things will always evolve to better things. But the, the common denominator is that, like you say, we keep the relationship, the relationship us first. So the relationship has to do with. Bad <laughs> idea. Um, but yeah, it's us first. But I, um, I think what the takeaway is adaptability. So it, you're really, whether you're embarking on a business, whether you're trying to get through some, you know, some very difficult days, you have to be open to changing. You have to be open to letting go of control. And that's been a huge thing. I'm just going to put it out there for you. No, for, <laughs> <laughs> for both of us is to let go of what the expectation is, because it used to be like, you'd go, come on, Let's 4 a.m. Let's go hike up this mountain and slam down this Snickers bar. You know, and I'd be like, my claim to fame is I did not vomit on the mountain. Go me. So to now, it's like, can I sit in the car while you run into Home Depot? Because I'm having a tough day. No. What's happening here? When did the wheels fall off this wagon? I mean. <laughs> no, and, and you know, it's not just, yes, it's it's all those things. And we will always change. And, um, you know, that's it's just what we do. And that's, that's what a relationship is. It doesn't matter if you got sick, I got sick, or, you know, it's still us. And that's, you know, that's what's always made all of these changes and everything that's happened that much easier because we just, we've have each other's back all the time. And fronts and sides and up and down be, yeah. (laughs) I'm so sorry. You have to put up with me. So what, for people who are going through this, for example, um, and they're kind of stuck 
say you have a we have a new diagnosis. Remember when I was first diagnosed and we were just angry at each, at at the disease, but not at each other. Oh, I just thought you were lazy. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a component of that too, and I was like, "Yes, I finally get to lay around." No, um, but what do you think helped us get over that hump? So, so people who are listening are like, "My husband doesn't understand me," or like, "He doesn't believe me." I don't know how to explain it or the husband is or or the wife, you know, either like either or flip. And this can be same sex couples, by the way. So don't come after us with torches. OK, um, but somebody in the partnership is not feeling like they're being heard. Then so I'll stop rambling. We just answer the damn question. What do you think they need to do? No, Um <laughs> Just all the time you're going to do that? Yes. Just, okay. That's fantastic. You know, it, um, you know, it was hard. And and again, I'm going to go back to our situation. It was because there was so much transition that it was just another thing, you know, that we had to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, did it help to go to the doctors and hear them actually say, you know, this is what's wrong. Cause I, I'm not going to lie. There were times I thought you were a, a Google doctor, you know, you'd be like something's wrong. I Googled it and then I have swine flu or say in, you know, I did have swine flu that I, one time no, and you don't believe me no. still to this day. So for me in our situation, it helped to go to the appointments, to listen to the doctor, to, to hear what had to be done. Um, you know, what, what to expect and not to expect. So, and what, let's talk about the flip side of business then in terms of like, when we started gaining traction, what helped you? Because what I'm hearing is that when you, when you're pulled into and you're involved in it, but it's not like, you know, Hey, come to the doctors with me. It's like, Hey, I need you. I need you to be here. I need you to be my other half. I need you to listen. Half the time they would be talking and I'm like, Shoop, I have no idea what's going on because I'm trying to process the news and then you're taking in the information. But I think it's similar in business too, because when I first got started, I feel that you felt <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that this was just like a cute little fly by the night thing. Like, just go on ahead, honey. Just pluck away at this. And oh, that's fun. You did some fun things today. When I, what made it real for you? Um, what made it real for me? Um, there would be times I would pick you up from your brick and mortar job and people would have to help you out to the car. And that was like, okay, well, that, that sucks. You know, I, she's, she's not well, this isn't right. She's, she's sick, you know? So when it came time where you had to quit that job, because you just couldn't go in. I mean, it was just too much, too painful. Um, you know, there was, uh, I think there was a couple weeks there where it was kind of rough going. It was scary, but that totally wasn't even the question that I asked. But that's I'm, right. <laughs> it, this is called a segue. I'm, I'm getting to it. <laughs> no, but that, okay. So, but you made me think of something else in terms of that and that I think is actually even more important than the business thing that we'll come back to. But it is, what do you need? You know what I mean? Like, 
so often the patient becomes the center and they forget that they have a responsibility to keep on supporting. So what do you need that I give you or I'm not giving you and I need to work on that? (laughs) See, this is what the show is all about. Um, (laughs) You know, and this goes back. We we are not your traditional couple by any stretch of the imagination. We are... We're different. Um, and I'm sure every couple <laughs> thinks they're different, but I'm just, we are different. How are we different? We just are, we're different. Trust uh, So, um, you know, again, we're evolving. What I need as a traditional couple, that's obviously not going to happen. So now we change to what do we need in our, in our current situation. And it's always been just love and support. Um, hey, I I have something going on. Do you want to come to this event that I'm doing? Sure. That'd be great. Although she hasn't come to one of my events, but that's fine. What are you talking about? Are you t- the, the, the Krampus? The Krampus. I know. Okay. Well, I, okay. I need to work on All that. All right. So, but it, the little things like that. I, I know what your limitations are. And from knowing your limitations, I know what, what I can and can't expect. And, um, from that, I, I, I know how to ask what I need from knowing that information. So like, I need a what? You know, I'm not going to ask you to mow the lawn. I know that's not going to happen. I know there are certain things that you can't do. Let me tell you what, that ain't never happening, sick or not. I. So, um. I, 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 here's a great example. I would work my ass off all week and then come the weekends, I would have to clean the house. What did you do? You hired a cleaning lady to come in. So I didn't have to do that. So you freed up time for me. You knew what I needed. I needed, I needed a break. You needed a break, but, um, so hired this cleaning lady and this crew and they come in, there's like three of them and they're done in literally like two hours. They're just like this whirling dervish of lemon and, and all it's just absolutely fabulous. But I do think that sometimes you are the lady who doth protest too much. (laughs) He's shaking his head right now. I wish you could see it. Um, Because I don't think that, If I had said, like, do you want to hire a cleaning person? You would have been like, yes, let's go ahead and do it. I had to be like, listen, I did this. And you were like, fine. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I have terrible OCD. I would if that was a a topic that would have came up for discussion, I probably would have shot that down. But the fact that you went ahead and initiated, followed through, it is now, in hindsight, very I'm thankful for that. So, thank you for my weekends back. Well, you needed to have your weekends back. It wasn't it wasn't fair. So, the point is that even if you are the person who's sick or you're the person who's struggling, you still have a responsibility to handle your shit. Just because you know something comes up, like you can't scrub the bathrooms or whatever anymore, and that's kind of part of your your deal together, right? So he did, before I got sick, he would do all the outside stuff and then I would do the inside stuff and then he'd come in and redo it. (laughs) 
that. And that's so true. And you know it is. No. <laughs> I would do everything. <laughs> I, uh, I would try my hardest. Okay. I would try my hardest. And, um, but I kind of let it go too, cause you needed to do these things or whatever, and that's fine. But the point is that, uh, you need to one adapt and to handle your shit. If this is on your list, you're not an invalid. You're not somebody who's incapable of making decisions. So I think we approach, you know, being sick with this. Oh, it's, um, I'm losing something. Or I don't have to do this anymore. Um, or I'm going to sink into, you know, this kind of a mini depression because who cares? What does it matter? And you do have to keep showing up for your partner. Yes. Oh! <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just said no pen a lot more. No. Okay. So as we round out this uh amazing podcast i want to revisit one question that the one that you answered wrong remember about how <laughs> why is this almost over it doesn't it, do you want it to just go forever well what else do you want to talk about well okay so i'm gonna go back to that one question right and the question was so you knew it was real with the illness and and i don't want to i don't want people to be like Oh, he didn't believe her until he went to the doctor. You're supposed to just believe people at their base. Yes, you are. Okay. But at the same time, when you're deeply vested in loving someone and you see something happen to them that that affects their health so deeply, you are going to have emotions around it. You are going to get angry. You are going to get sad. You are going to get depressed. You are going to have thoughts like, what does our life look like? And there's nothing wrong with that. So it's not like, um, you know, you have a friend that you don't live with and they say, well, I don't feel good this week. You know, it's, it's more along the lines of your spouse or partner is involved in this with you. They are going to have emotions. You have to let them have emotions. So I just want to put that out there. Like, it's not that it, he wasn't believing me. It was that he was having his own reaction to the partnership is changing, this is changing, and we need to let people have their feelings. So I felt it worked really well to bring you to doctor's appointments because then later I would go, well, you remember this, don't you? And he'd go, no, it's actually not that. It's like, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so shocked that you would say no. that it's actually not that. Um, this is what I heard the doctor say. And so you can be involved with that. But the same is true of business. So like business is uh, related to chronic illness. And that's a terrible meme. And I hope nobody memes that. Um, it, from the standpoint of we have to talk about your feelings too. Like when I started ramping up and you'd come home and I'd be exhausted, you know, what what helped you or, or what do you want to say to people who are going through that right now? You want to say no. I want to say no, but I, I'm going to, I'm just going to go back just a little bit for what you're saying. So, and I'm not saying this I, as someone that was in the army, as someone that was an EMT, someone that's a firefighter, what, what I was always trying to do is you see the problem you know, evaluate, do what you need to do, fix the problem. I'm a hands-on kind of guy. So when you have an invisible illness, 
it's not that people don't believe you, but they just need, they need that proof, you know, like they, I, they needed to, I needed to hear the doctor say, yes, there's nothing wrong with her physically looking at you, but there is something wrong. And I think I had a hard time with that because I couldn't fix you. You always wanted to fix me though. That's where you're like a project. Yay. <laughs> no. Um, but that, that was, that was, I think the hard part for me was there's nothing I could do physically to fix you other than comfort you. And I think maybe, and I'm going to say a blessing and a curse thing. There's, you know, comfort. That's all I could do. I could just baby you and buy you warm, fuzzy socks every day and make you dinner and just make you feel as comfortable as you could be. I know. And that was just a And you still buy me those warm, fuzzy socks and even put them on my feet. So it's, so we kind of have, I mean, I feel like in a relationship, you have a responsible responsibility for communication anyways. Um, and, And maybe just think about that because it's a deeper it's a deeper emotion again when you're with somebody when it's your when it's your partner um they're going to go through their feelings and and you may not like them. No, you're not going to like them at all. Because there are times like you would be you would be frustrated and I would think you were frustrated at me, but you weren't. Um you were you were frustrated at our changing life. Remember when you were putting in the ceiling fan um and <laughs> And I was like trying to walk around the house holding on to things and you were just like, ah, this day. But you have to let each other have those feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a yes, that's a yes. Okay. And that's important. I think that's the missing piece, actually. Uh, Sometimes, yes, you also have to have your own support. So you can rely on each other for support, but you also have to have your own support, don't you? Yes. And and who that? Um, the dogs. The dogs. So yes. they're your emotional support animals. They are my emotional support animals. Okay. All right. That's All right. Fine. This is fine. This is fine. All right. So and, and just to cross over into business, this you know having having clients that might have an illness, you know, they might try to open up to you and be that emotional support along with a business partner. And I I think that's okay to a degree. I think it's okay too. And a lot of people are learning that because um, it seems like just legions of people are actually not feeling well or they are sick, they have an invisible disease or they have a visible disease and they discount it, you know, very quickly Um, And they're afraid to talk about it. So the more that we operate this nonprofit, the more that we do the show, the more that we talk to people, the more we are learning, there are more and more and more people out there who are hurting every single day. It the flip side now is like 60% of people have two illnesses, two chronic diseases. So that is, we're not the minority anymore. And how sad is that? Yeah. That's why it's so important to keep having these conversations. You know, and not, you know, if you're feeling depressed, you mean, you're going to go through your emotions and stuff. But if you're starting a business or in a business, don't, you know, 
I'm not saying you, you can't have those feelings and, you know, just work through it and, you know, soldier on, but, you know, know your limitations, you know, don't take on projects. If you know you're having a bad couple days or, you know, try to push off what you can and do what you need to do to make yourself better to enhance your business. So what's your responsibility in all of this and, and helping me manage this? Support. When you can't do something, I'm there to do it for you. And in business, you are also there to say, you're done right now and go to bed. <laughs> no. Really? Um, <laughs> no, of course. Um, you know, when you're having a bad day, you're having a bad day. Don't, you know... You, you're going to let your work suffer if you don't take care of yourself. And that's not what owning a business or being a part of a business is all about. That's very cool. That's very cool. So hopefully this has helped some people um, to start having conversations with their significant other. If they're, if they're not feeling supported in business in health, just to have that communication, the expectation that we have a responsibility to each other. Like I, I'm not getting a pass. I'm not getting a, you've, you know, pass, go collect $200. I'm not getting that pass. I still have to do the work. And I think it's really important too. And I can't remember who said this because Lyme disease brain. Um, but it's the couples that despite illness or struggle or whatever one or both or the other is, is going through that have the expectation, the other one is still going to show up. Oh, it was our last podcast guest. It was uh, Trevor Campbell. The other one is going to show up. So you're not giving me an easy out either. So if it's my responsibility to do something, like I have to do the dishes, you are going to wait 47 days until they are done. No. <laughs> That is true. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I will just do it instead. No, because you don't give me a pass, though. You know, you expect me to hold up my end of the bargain. To, to, to a degree. I, I Again, I know your limitations. It's going to be good days, bad days. So if I come home, dishes aren't done. It, I'm fully capable of doing them and I'll do them. Right. But my point is that you don't baby me too much. You still, you don't treat me like an invalid. No. You know, I can still drive. I can still maneuver. He's laughing at the, I can still <laughs> drive hard. It's like, when did you learn how to drive? <laughs> so, and humor, obviously I think is uh, one of our saving graces too, because we are just uh, insane, but our humor is also, it's not sarcastic. Like, it doesn't dig at each other. I don't believe it does. He, and he's getting ready to say no. <laughs> Why do I feel like we're on an SNL skit right now? Yes, humor's helped. You know, whatever you got to do to get by, you know, and don't uh, just being honest, I think, is is huge. Yeah, I think being honest is huge, too. So on that um, slant of honesty, what do you think of these pants I'm wearing? No. <laughs> oh man all right so we're gonna wrap it up is there anything else that you want to say particularly to the husbands out there oh boy um you know just uh be a good husband be a good partner be be that um 
be the person that is the rock right now because you might have to lean on your partner later on. So it's um, help me. I help you. You help me. It's an excellent thing to end on. Appreciate that very much. That sounded so professional, didn't it? I'm Oprah and I'm out. Thank you for being on the show, Mr. Honeyface. Thank you for having me on your show. I, um, I, I enjoyed this. Thank you. Absolutely. We'll have you back. We'll have your people call me and then we'll see. We'll see what the response is. I'll send an invoice. Okay, very good. When you're navigating the waters of business, the waters of being sick, of having your health ripped away from you, having your life change, and so many things that you depend on change, coming home to support at the end of the day or being home and having your support come home is absolutely priceless. A lot of people have asked Deacon and I how we have gotten through these times together. It's been a massive change in our lives. We have adapted together. And it is our hope today that if you're listening to this episode, it will give you some ideas of what's important in developing support for both of you in your business and your health. I'm so glad to have the love of my life on the air today. Like that was just the coolest thing ever and um, a bucket list item. Yes. So I want to thank everybody for listening and please reach out if you have any questions. We'll have some links on the podcast blog for you. So if you have any need for resources, you can turn to those resources and um, improve your business and your life. You need emotional support and business support as well. That's it for this week's episode of Sick Biz Buzz. Thanks so much for listening. Be well.